Hello folks, it's your host, Shruptastic here to bring you a new installment of Basketball with David. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic really near and dear to my heart, James Harden and the Houston Rockets. As many of you know, James Harden, to put it nicely, has not been the best leader. But I really think his fallen leadership goes a lot farther back than just his recent debacles from going to strip clubs to missing training practice in Atlanta. I really think it started right after Chris Paul came to the Rockets. Now, you may be saying to yourself, well, didn't the Rockets make it to the Western Conference Finals with Chris Paul? Weren't they 15 points away from making it to the finals had Chris Paul not gotten injured? Yes, all these statements are correct. But take a look at the next year. Take a look at their interactions. And you know, if you really want to go get technical, you could argue that the fall of James Harden was actually when Russ, Dwight, excuse me, Dwight Howard came to the Rockets. So that's where I'm going to start. I'm going to start at the very beginning, where all great stories take place. On October 27th, 2012, the Rockets made a franchise-changing trade. The tr- Rockets traded very good player, in my opinion, Kevin Martin, who could give you 20 a night, Jeremy Lamb, who looked like an up-and-comer most certainly. He can score, do a little bit of everything. They also traded two first-round picks. Now, in my opinion, first-round picks, you never know with them. They could be great. They could be absolutely terrible and not make it in the lead. Well, the Thunder traded Cole Aldridge, Daquan Cook, and Lazier Hayward. Now, I feel like there's somebody we're missing. Anyone have a clue? Oh, yeah, that's right. Regining sixth man, James Harden. James Harden comes in to the Rockets. And immediately looks like he's not only a sixth man caliber player, but a player that could be an all-star, possibly superstar, even MVP caliber type player. You know what he does in his first game in a Rockets uniform? He does this. Get your pens, your notes out, folks, and prepared to be amazed. He drops 37 points, 12 assists, 6 rebounds, Four steals to go along with his block. Then, in his second game, he tops off his scoring with a career-high 45 points against the Atlanta Hawks. He also signs a five-year, $85 million contract and was selected to his first All-Star game. So let's put that into perspective. This guy goes from being a very good player. If you're sixth man of the year, it means you are a really solid player. But then he jumps to an all-star caliber player in a matter of one year. Putting that into perspective, that shows he has talent. And remember, folks, James Harden was playing with Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant, both of which were the first and second option. All right, let's fast forward a little bit. He takes the Rockets to the playoffs in his first season, unfortunately gets beat out 
by, ironically, the Oklahoma City Thunder. As many of you remember, that was also the year Russell Westbrook, I want to say, tore his meniscus because he ran into Patrick Beverly. You know, don't hold me to it. I don't remember everything, single thing, verbatim. But that's what I'm trying to do is give you verbatim and what I remember, my opinion. Anyways, back to where we're going. So in the 2013 offseason, the Rockets sign big man Dwight Howard. Many of us thought that Dwight Howard and Kobe Bryant would be an unbelievable fit. In my opinion, it should have been on paper. That is a pick-and-roll duo. Dwight Howard can be there to clobber the glass when Kobe Bryant misses. And let's be honest here, Kobe Bryant isn't many, but missing many. So right there, there's a little bit of problems. Also, you have to remember, Kobe Bryant is a unbelievable worker. Who puts his hardest effort, excuse me, kind of had a... Moment right there, but Kobe Bryant is one of the hardest workers ever, and nobody can dispute that he's one of the greatest players ever. And the problem is, as much as I hate to say it, he's not probably the easiest player to play with because he expects such a high level. And unfortunately, Dwight Howard, great player, no shade towards him, love the player. He doesn't fit that style of play. He can't play with Kobe Bryant. So what happens? The Rockets take initiative and sign him in the 2013 offseason. This signing, to me, was perfect for both the Rockets. Actually, three ways. Both the Rocket, for the Rockets, Howard, and Harden. Why? Because Dwight Howard needs a guard, somebody that can initiate the offense, who can get him the ball in the pick-and-roll situation. And also, of course, he can globber the bass. He's the prototypical big man. But the problem is, well, at the time, it didn't look like anything. It really looked like this team was the real deal. They finished as one of the best offenses in the entire NBA. And I was really excited for this team. I mean, it looked like the Rockets had finally gotten a core that was able to take it to the next level. I mean, you can't go wrong. You have James Harden, uh, Chandler Parsons, I think Jeremy Lin was around at the time. Uh, and Omar Ashik. Everything is looking good to me. And honestly, I was nothing short of excited for this game. But this year, that 2013, no, excuse me, 2014 season was one of the worst playoff experiences in my life. And I still have nightmares about it. It's game six, the Western Conference semifinals. Damian Lillard has the ball. He pops up for three, and you know what happens? He knocks it down. I kid you not, folks. I was ready to throw my remote. I was so upset and devastated. I really believe the Rockets had it to take it on, take on the entire league. So I was a little worried and concerned. And then next season, going into the 2015, uh, or I guess it's excuse me, the 2014 offseason, the Rockets trade Jeremy Lamb for I can't. Well, what did they trade him for? And everything that I thought was going to happen was over. I thought the Rockets were never going to take it to the next level. But you know what? They did. You know why? Because that guy was talking about maybe being a superstar really proved it. James Harden has an MVP caliber season. And in my humble opinion, folks, yes, I'm a biased. James Harden should have won MVP that year. No shade towards Steph Curry. He's a great player. But in this particular season, Harden should have won it. The Rockets had one of the best seasons. They finished with the South uh, West Division title. And 
get this. They won the division the first time since 1994. Everything is looking great. The Rockets come in. They defeat the Mavericks. And the next round was one of the most intense and incredible series I've ever seen. And not just basketball, but in sports. The Rockets are down 3-1 against a team. That's great. The Prime, or uh, whatever they called. Oh, man, give me a second. The Alley-Oop Clippers. Oh, man. Lob City, there you go. The Lob City Clippers. You got Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, Jamal Crawford, DeAndre Jordan. Man, this team is set in stone to be a great team. Well, you know what? In my opinion, in my humblest of opinions, I think that team should have won it all. I wouldn't have been surprised if they beat the Rockets. But you know what? The Rockets are resilient. There's a reason why, folks, they are called Clutch City. They come back from a 3-2-3-1-3-1 deficit and win it. More the reason why I truly believe the Rock James Harden should have been MVP. Well, then it's the Western Conference Finals. The Rockets go up against an incredibly talented Golden State Warrior team. You can't go wrong, folks, with Steph Curry. Obviously, the greatest shooter ever. And quote me on it. If you don't quote me on it, actually, I'm not a legitimate source to be quoting off of. Clay Thompson, knockdown shooter. Draymond Green, great defender, ball handler. He Big man plays the little man game. And Harrison Barnes, even David West and Andrew Bogan. This team was stacked uh, from the first from the first man, from your star player, all the way down to your bench. It, they were a great team, and they showed up and played every night. And you know what? They beat the war, the Rockets, and they would go on and win the championships. But you know, in my opinion, this is actually the cement of the fall of James Harden. In this offseason, the 2015-16 offseason, or the 2015 offseason is what it's really called, the 2015-2016 season, the Rockets began to really fall apart. They traded key players away from their Western Conference Finals appearance, including Joey Dorsey now, Kostis Pepinicolau, Pablo Prigioni, and a 2016 first-round pick for Ty Lawson. Now, many of you may not recognize these names, but the thing is, in order to be a great team, you can't just have... One great or two great players. You have to have a bunch of good players. And the idea for trading for Ty Lawson, in my opinion, is very smart and brilliant move by Daryl Norrie. Ty Lawson is a guy who can take a lot of pressure off the ball for James Harden. Remember, James Harden is always going to have the ball, of course, primarily. But this time, it'll give somebody, give him, excuse me, the ability to relax. He can play off ball, just like he was playing back in OC, OKC. Uh, and get some looks off that. It, it'll take a lot of pressure off him, and even Dwight Howard, uh, somebody else to set up Dwight Howard. It's just, it looks like a great time, great idea all around. Well, unfortunately, Ty Lawson doesn't pan out. He doesn't look like the player he once was. This guy at one point was averaging 15 points and I want to say 10 assists for the Nuggets. He was a solid player, but a lot of off-court troubles really punished his game and well, took him out of his prime. So the Rockets really struggled. On top of that, they started the season going 4-11, and parted ways with Kevin McHale. They would go on to finish the season as the 8th seed. Not really a good way to start your or go about the season, especially considering you're coming off a Western Conference Finals appearance. Ironically, they were also beat by the same team that beat them in the Western Conference Finals, the Golden State Warriors, and they lost, they won in five games. 
The following season was a really good season overall. Uh, everything looked good, and you know, they didn't, I want to say this was the year they lost uh, Dwight Howard, and they had a really good core, Lou Will, Montrez Harrell, and just an, a solid core all around. It wasn't a big year for the Rockets, nothing spectacular. I think James Harden had one of the best years of his career. I think that was the year he uh, was second in MVP voting. He averaged, I want to say, 11 assists, or was that the following season? You know, I can't remember. I don't remember the 16-17 season very well other than the block by Manu Ginobili against James Harden. That was one of the greatest plays ever, and I acknowledge greatness even as a Rockets fan. Well, in the 2017-18 All-Star, 18 season, excuse me, Daryl Morey pulls yet again another move. That's why I think he's one of the greatest general managers, by the way, in the league. He will pull the moves and make the necessary moves he needs to for his team. He's always about win now, not about the future. He trades Lou Will and Montrezl Harrell. Those are the two key guys for Chris Paul. This year, when they the Rockets were incredible. They went on and finished first in the Western Conference, dominated the, in the playoffs up until the Western Conference Finals. And I truly believe the Rockets should have won it all that year. But unfortunately, Chris Paul goes down. The Rockets are holding a 15-point lead at the half. And that injury really ended their chances of winning it. I also want to just give a shout-out to Donovan Mitchell, and that's when I really believe that he has the ability to take his game to the next level. Watching him play against the Rockets was some of the prettiest, nicest basketball I've ever seen. And he's got so much more star potential, but that is a conversation for another day, folks. And hopefully we'll get to talk about Donovan Mitchell here soon. But, uh... The Rockets should have had it that year. I really think had Chris Paul not gone down with that hamstring injury, they would have won it all. Finally, two seasons later, which would be last season, the Rockets trade for Russell Westbrook. I was fearful because the previous season, Chris Paul was injured. The Rockets struggled. We still made it, I think, to the second round. But... We were never the same, and I think bringing Russell Westbrook in was a trade I wanted to be optimistic about. I really wanted to believe this is the time. This is going to be a great Rockets team. James Harden and Russell Westbrook are great friends. But I was denying myself the truth. Westbrook is a ball-dominant player, and Harden's a ball-dominant player. The both of them can't complement each other, no matter how hard they try. Yes, Russell Westbrook can average a triple-double, but he can average a triple-double because he has the ball. In order to get assists, you have to have the ball. And I don't think it was really good watching one player play completely great, and then the next month, the other plays completely terrible. And I also think letting go of Clint Capella in a trade was one of the stupidest moves the Rockets made. I'm sorry, but you know what? Freedom is nice, and it looks fun to watch. It's fun to watch. It is a lot of fun to watch the Rockets play, but it doesn't win basketball games. To me, it's more important to initiate an offense that runs through a specific set of systems that revolves around James Harden and a big man. That was not happening. The Rockets weren't going to win. And unfortunately, we lose Westbrook, and now we're in the nitty-gritty. The what the hell? hell is going on James Harden doesn't think is a great player 
I watched him in his previous game, first game of the season. He comes in 44, 17, 44 points, 17 assists. He can play. It doesn't matter how many times he goes out and party. He's going to show up. He's going to do his business. But the, that's one point to look at. One, one point. And one might even look at it together. But as a realist and as a fan, it's very concerning to me, A, that this guy, just not only does he want out, but he's not acting like a leader. The league takes notice of this. I don't care what people say. You can be the best player in the world, and if you don't act and behave yourself, nobody's gonna want you because that's a flight risk for your team. Yes, if basketball was one versus five, then yeah, you might want a guy or one on one, and not one versus five, but one on one. Yeah, James Harden's a guy you might want definitely. James Harden's the best one on one player in the league, in my opinion. Ah, uh, but it's not one on one. It's five v five. And the problem is, if your leader isn't behaving yourself, behaving himself, you're setting a bad culture. You're setting up a bad team. And that's the problem with James Harden. And the Rockets are in a situation where they have a bunch of keep great pieces. And I think the Rockets, if everyone's healthy and everyone plays to their best of potential, and all of a sudden James Harden decides, you know what, I'm going to buy into this. I'm going to give it my all. I think the Rockets could give the Lakers a run for their money, and I think they could come back and win it all. This season's long. We just started. The Rockets finally played their first game. Maybe James Harden will miraculously change his mind and decide, you know what, I want to play here. But I don't know yet. And the fact is, I won't know. I don't read minds. I, I, I wish I could get in the mind of Harden, but I can't. So I'm sorry I can't give you that information. But what I can tell you is, folks, make the most out of it. Enjoy the season and love it. We got basketball. Basketball's still here. And relax and have fun, you know? Rockets basketball is going to get better. The league's going to is in a great place. I love seeing guys like Giannis, Zion, Luca. I mean, I can't even stand the Mavericks, but you know what? I'm happy. I'm really upset about James Harden's behavior for sure. And then I'm speaking from a Rockets stand, fan standpoint. But you know what? I believe in it. And when I watched Christian Wood play, I see a guy who's got star talent, who has the ability to really make a difference on this team. And we're deep. Our roster's really deep. We can go from bench to starter, and a lot of the guys on the bench could be a starter. I watched our, our Rockets, despite losing, just about, I think, nine of the players out there were all undrafted. And to me, that shows so much hope. It means that we have a great general manager in Raphael Stone. We have a great coach in Steven Siles, I think it's pronounced. I'm looking forward to it. That's about all I have to say. If you have any questions or any concerns, you can. I'll try to figure out a way to get in my information. I love to debate, love to talk basketball, and that's all I've got today. I hope everyone's had a Merry Christmas or whatever it is you. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, I don't know what it is you celebrate. I myself celebrate Christmas, but Merry Christmas. Sorry. Happy Holidays, and have a great day, great New Year's. Next year, this is a new year. Peace out, everyone.